You're making a big mistake today by not cutting the narcissist out of your life. Maybe you're at the place where you're like, well, I don't feel that I'm okay with actually blocking him. Like, I'm actually worried that if I block him, that something's going to happen or that he's going to do something. I get it. But I need you to understand long term, how is your healing going to suffer by a toxic guy being in your life? When we talk about narcissistic abuse, typically the narcissist wants to keep you in control, wants to keep you in the fog, wants to keep you in the bubble that he's created for you to make sure that you don't do anything that's out of his control. Like you want to make, he wants to make sure that he owns you, that he's entitled to you, and that you understand that so you don't actually leave. But when we're dealing with narcissistic abuse, oftentimes you make the big mistake of not cutting him off. Sometimes this is from a state of just being naive, thinking that he's not going to come back. He left me. He's not going to come back. I embarrassed him. He's not going to come back. Insert whatever. And oftentimes you're naive in this because typically the narcissist will come back. Some of the longest Hoovers that I've heard about personally have been 29 years where he came back 29 years later. The person wasn't ready. Let him back into her life. So unless you pass the 29-year mark, let's not stand on the hill of self-righteousness naivety and be like, oh, he's not coming back. I've seen it happen. Regardless of the breakup, regardless of how it went down, I've seen it happen multiple, multiple times. So then we have to get to the place of you being like, okay, well, I don't want to block him. And you're like, okay, well, why do you want to keep contact? Well, because of this. Well, because of this. And you'll find all these different stories and excuses. Let me just tell you right now, none of them are legitimately valid. None of them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's people in multiple different situations that have completely gone no contact. And yes, for all the people that are going to comment on the video, we've seen that with kids too. We've seen people that are 100% no contact with their abusive spouse with the kids. They use the third-party communication. They contact through their lawyers. There's no communication. We've seen it multiple times. Is it easy? No, not at all. Can everybody do it? No, not everybody can do it because of different legalities, different states, different countries. I get it. But I'm also saying there's a lot of people that have done it. So don't limit your mindset when there's been a lot of people who are very resourceful and have figured out how they can actually do this. Now, part of this whole thing is that once you understand, you can only heal to the level that you're actually free from the toxic person. Okay? Think of it this way. When you're inside the relationship and both of you are together, maximum healing, okay? The maximum healing that I have seen and that we've interacted with people in the different programs and the stuff that we've run and just seeing people come off the streets and say, hey, this is where I'm at. The maximum healing that I've seen inside of this is typically 60 to maybe 70%. That's kind of pushing on the 70% side, okay? Because when you're still in there, you still have the toxicity, you still have the toxic stuff that's coming over to you and you're not able to fully break free from it mentally and emotionally. Now, once this is actually taken out of your life, once you're actually free, then we see the healing go up to where people can heal fully. 
because at that point you don't have this toxicity that's in your life and that's speaking into your life so much that's confusing you and leaving you stuck. Now, the hard part is when people are like, but I don't want to go no contact. Like, I'm too worried about going no contact. And that's great because you're like, hey, I have empathy. I care about this person. The thing you need to understand is he doesn't care about you. Okay, so let's just make sure you understand that to start off with. But then we find people that are like, I'm not going no contact, but I am healing. It's amazing. I get it. And the healing will happen to a certain extent, and then you'll have to make a decision. You have to make a choice of what you're actually going to do. You're not going to have this continual healing process that will max out. Instead, it will like cap off. You'll get to a certain place and you won't be able to heal as much anymore because you're still getting inundated with the triggers. Once you consider this illustration, I don't know if I've done it before on here or not, but illustration here of this is you standing on the edge of a pond. Okay? And the edge of the pond, we've got all of this stuff throughout the pond that's this toxic sludge. Okay? And you're over here using a sifter or whatever to actually help clean this out. So over here, you've actually got a pretty nice little reef, pretty nice little place where you're like, this is me growing, this is me developing, this is me healing. And you're like, this is awesome. The problem is, over on the other side, there is this pipe. Then this pipe is actually still spewing all of this toxic sludge into the pond. Now, the problem is, in this illustration, this is your life, okay? Even though it kind of looks like a fish, okay? But this is your life, what's actually going on. And you're in this relationship, and you're trying to heal, and you're doing all the things that need to heal, but you're maxing out. Like you're getting to a level where you're like, this isn't really moving farther. I feel like my healing is plateaued. It's plateaued because while you're on one end kind of shoveling all the shit out of the pond, on the other end, it's still getting dumped in. And this is going to continue to happen until we actually say, hey, what do we actually need to do to seal this off? Like, how do we actually make sure that this no longer is there? And as a result, we can then cut off the toxicity that's coming in. And as a result, you can actually start to get to the place where this starts to heal, where this starts to disappear. And you start to actually have it filled up with the positivity that you actually want in your life, the healing that you've actually been looking for. And slowly but surely, this takes over, but this only works when we cut it off. This is a piece that you need to know is you will only heal to a certain level. You will plateau out. You will hit your ceiling. You won't be able to move farther because you're still letting toxicity into your life. What is that doing to you? How is that affecting you on a day-to-day basis? Because we have people that are like, I just need to work on my triggers. And we're like, okay, here's the tool. Here's the way. Here's to do it. Here's the guidance. Here's the coaching. Here's the help. We're like, here you go. And they, they get through it so far and then it stops because they're like, well, I was just triggered. Be like, I get it, but we gave you tools to be able to work on that. Well, yeah, but he came home and he triggered me. Like he he contacted me and he triggered me. So then you stop doing the work. Yeah, 100%. This is what happens. Narcissists will do this to make sure that you don't actually get free. We can set people up with all the support systems, all the tools, but if they don't get to the place where they realize, hey, if this toxic person is still breathing into my life, I will not heal. If I'm still in this environment, where he's still breathing toxicity, I will eventually choke because my filter inside my mask will not keep me safe long-term. 
It's a temporary thing to heal so you can get out of the fog, so you can get out of the confusion, so you can get out of the toxic mess, so you can actually start to move forward in your development. Do you see this? So many people get too hung up on the no contact thing, like too hung up where they're like, I don't want to, that'll make me feel bad, like I'm not that type of person. Doesn't matter if you're that type of person or not. Maybe you need to be because you don't actually value yourself enough because he's the type of person that doesn't give a care about you and will continue to do this to you over and over and over again. No contact is essential. It's essential for healing. Now, inside the illustration that I just drew out a couple minutes ago, one thing I want you to consider is if the person went no contact and didn't work on the healing, they would still be sitting in a toxic pond. No contact is typically a piece that's, that's, that's brought into the conversation to help you move even farther in your healing process, but it is not the end-all be-all because you can go no contact and you can still be stuck in the toxic pond, not doing the work, not doing the healing because you're like, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to avoid it. If I just ignore it, it's not really there. I can just deal with this nice, happy little section of my life that leaves you playing small doesn't leave you maximizing who you actually are. doesn't leave you actually growing, developing who you're called to be. So you need to understand just going no contact won't heal you, won't fix you. Is it a necessary part? Typically, yes, but it is not the end-all be-all. There is other things that have to come into this. This is where we help work people through finding closure, establishing clarity, building confidence, starting to have repetitive habits that show you that you can actually show up for you, helping you rewire the story that you believe, giving you the tools so on a day-to-day basis you can grow in your power and confidence and certainty. Because if we don't do this, you will continue to stay in the pond being like, hey, this is better. But it's not because you're still playing small and you're not rising up to the person you're actually called to be. You're not standing as a beacon of light for others in your life, for your friends, for your family, coworkers, for your kids, saying, hey, this is what life should actually be like. But instead, you're still playing small. But you're living in the corner of the pond thinking, hey, it's not that bad because my little section is healed when that's only one piece of your entire life that's still being impacted by a toxic person. And the sludge that he's been dumping into your life needs to be eradicated. It is not an easy process, but you need to take the first step. If you don't take the first step in healing and cutting them off and starting to work through that, oftentimes you will cap out and you will not continue to grow and develop. Now, some people ask, like the Clarity Challenge, 45-Day Clarity Challenge, one of the programs we offer that's great for in and out of the relationship. They'll be like, do I need to go no contact inside the challenge? Like, that's up to you. Like our goal is to bring you clarity so you can make the right decision. Part of this is saying, hey, here's an illustration of what it's gonna look like. You might not be at the place today that you can block him. I get it because emotionally you've done that and then you've gone back multiple times. Then the addiction just makes it worse. It makes it harder. So let's work on getting you clarity and certainty and confidence in who you are. So as you move forward, you can actually develop this and get to the place where you're resolute and like, yeah, I'm going to go no contact. We had people that did this in 2023 where they were like, okay, I'm going to go no contact at New Year's, like New Year's Eve, like end of the year, done. But we have people that started like going no contact like months before because they're like, I don't even need to wait that long because like mindset wise, they had already changed. It already developed to a place where like I'm, I have the confidence and they're still free. That's the amazing part. If you want to know how we do this and I mentioned Clarity Challenge, you can go to the website, realmotivation.com. There's a link there for Clarity Challenge so you can see what it is we actually do. If you want to run faster with me and inside the groups that I run with, it's rawmotivation.com slash breakthrough. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, rate, review. would love to help you move forward in your healing process today.